0: Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll free number 800 951059 to the website at All American Gold, oh, excuse me, allamericangold.com. God, i got to even learn how to breathe anymore. I choked myself right there. Yeah, I know it sucks getting old, doesn't it? Allamericangold.com is the website, and it is Tuesday. Uh, gold and silver continuing to recover here. We got we got gold up about eight nine bucks. Silver's up another twenty cents uh, as uh, recovering here from the sell off. Gas prices, wow, second day in a row. Up another ten cents a gallon here in Phoenix, uh, five bucks. Well, four ninety nine uh, nine, and, and that's that, that's on the cheaper side of things. It's not done, guys. Uh, I, right now, unleaded gas futures uh, wholesale above four dollars. Uh, so that that's five twenty 520, five twenty five, uh, and and heading higher. I know California uh, officially now over six dollars. A a gallon, and it is starting to force companies out of business. We'll tell you all about that, and so much more on today's Patriot Radio News Hour show. Jason is joining me again from Colorado. Jason, good morning, and welcome. At least you guys—you guys are a little cheaper in Colorado gas than than here in Arizona.
1: Yeah, we're a little cheaper than Arizona from when you come in with the prices. I don't look at you know I don't get gas very much so I don't look at the prices I uh, what I use was a, as a well I
0: can't miss it there's a big right on my way to work right as I'm getting to the office uh, there there's a Circle K and it's got the big gas sign you know it it's it's not the it's got the you know almost like the billboard size uh, size so so it's right in my front of my face as I drive by I can't miss it.
1: Right. Yep. And I'm sure. I think there's a brand new gas station here in Johnstown. So I'll so I kind of remind myself to look at the, the little sign. Uh, but I, I don't pass by any gas stations when I come here. So so I'll have to. I'll have to do the Johnstown gas station price is uh, is a part of, watching the prices go up this year. But uh, no, I, you know, I, I used to uh, with a, as a processor. I used to fill up my tank almost every day or every two days because I would put 500 miles in. Every couple of days. So I, uh, it used to be a huge deal. So I i guess I'm glad I'm sitting in a radio studio right now instead of buying gas. driving. Yeah, that,
0: that's for sure. Uh, there used to be a show. Uh, and I, I don't know. I'll, I'll say it was on Discovery. One of those. It was uh, early on in the re- reality TV uh, stage. Uh, and it had to do with a logging company in North Carolina. And they were on, I think they ran maybe a couple of years. And it was it was actually pretty good. I, I was fascinated by it and all the machines and stuff. Uh, Goodson's all-terrain logging. They've been in business for 37 years. Uh, they just announced they are closing down. Think about this. Lumber has been at record high prices. Uh, even today, even though it's off the highs, lumber's about four times higher than it normally would be per thousand board feet. And he's saying, you know what? doesn't matter. The price of gas and diesel, he goes, I haven't talked to a logger in the past few years that is actually making money. How is that possible, right? And you think about uh, again, and, and we see this a, a, a lot here where the, like the ranchers, right? Sky high beef prices, and the ranchers are like, hey, listen, we're not getting it, right? They're not paying us. A lot of ranchers are either going out of business or they're switching from grass fed to cheaper fed beef uh, because they're not getting the prices uh, that they need to get. And apparently, here in the United States, we know, uh, The next worst enemy besides, you know, oil and natural gas refineries is probably lumber, right? Because, you know, there's got to be spotted owls somewhere. But says that that it's impossible to make money. He's going to start selling off his equipment. He goes, I can't park stuff for six and eight months. Waiting for the economy to turn around. So really, and again, this is something Jason and I have been talking about for a while. When you look at the top side of the economy, it all looks rosy. But underneath, just like the stock market, it really, listen, I keep saying it, October is going to be ugly. Fuel price is soaring. When you've got a fleet of trucks and you're running seven to 800 miles a day. A truck is going to get five miles to the gallon, right? Think about these trucks loaded up with lumber. Fuel increases kill you. There's no way out. In the United States, logging is something where I don't know how any loggers can make it here, Jason. And again, this doesn't bode well for lumber prices uh, either.
1: Yeah, fuel affects everything. You know, we we the reason we talk about it every single day is that uh, no matter what the problems are for whatever you know you're talking about loggers, it just adds on. There's it's always it's an add on to everything. So we already had inflation. Now now we have the oil prices going up with the inflation. Though of course the war in Ukraine puts stress on oil and natural gas and all that stuff, Joe. So it's you know, every day we, every day we talk about it, and uh, I mean how. For people who aren't getting ready and trying to save some resources aside for the storm coming, you know, when you see the clouds getting dark and ugly, you know, you, you you get ready for a storm, right, Joe? You make sure you're not caught out in the middle of it, right? That's that's what we do here, at Patriot.
0: Yeah, and again, you you would you would think about oh, lumber. God, Bobby Goodson, thirty-seven years in the business, it's got to be making money hand over fist. Mm-hmm. Nope, out of business. Patriot Radio News hour. We'll talk about home builders and what they had to say this morning and Walmart with a huge earnings miss. 800-951-0592 Swap Loggers uh, was the name of the show. Uh the girls I was talking about. And I, I used to really like that show. that's uh But again, these are things you don't think about, right? When you're when you're talking about you know, lumber's at all-time highs. You would think that that would uh, mean he's got great business, and and it's just the opposite. It's never what you think, right? He's just the he's just the guy they pay to get the wood out. He doesn't own the wood, right? They just do the the dirty work. That and he's like, hey, listen, they're not paying me enough to get the wood out with gas prices doing what they're doing and, and again jason this false scarcity thing you know think about this uh the the uh how do you keep uh lumber prices super high while well, you make it unaffordable uh to actually cut the trees down
1: right and then every part of society that is, that helps fun you know we're all on, a, we're all on this on time delivery for for goods especially for coming from China, but. But yeah, Everything just comes on time, Joe. The, the the system in place is just enough for everybody. You know, when when, there's, when people need more, they, they add a little more to the next truck. But when things like uh, that, the the baby formula factory shuts down, or uh, warehouses all over the country start burning up, or getting planes hitting them, uh, or a war breaks out in Ukraine, you know, when, when these things happen, uh, in a lot and people are making decisions. I, you know, for me, it's it's staged. But even if it's staged or not. These things are happening, and it causes the supply line to get altered and messed up. And of course, then you've got the economic system, which is the cause of all of it, is already causing massive inflation. Before it, it's all this stuff that's happening, to you, all these things that are, that are going bump in the night to make it worse, they're they're making this thing way worse. I mean, way worse. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the baby yeah, got got for nothing should never happen.
0: Diesel's going to six, probably seven. Unleaded gas. Five on its way to six, and which means, and again, uh, adjust that for where you are. If you're at a place, uh, you know, where gas is four dollars, it's gonna be five. If it's already, uh, already five, it's gonna be six, right? California's already six, gonna be seven. Uh, and, and I'm not saying that because, uh, I'm trying to scare you. I'm just looking at the numbers of so the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve. It's now at the lowest level since 1987 and getting lower. Uh, the United States now says that they only have about 530 million barrels in the reserve left. Uh, that sounds like a lot. It's not. I mean, when you really think about the United States, we're probably consuming about 22 million barrels a day uh they're drawing over five million barrels a week out of the reserve uh and of course this is supposed to be the emergency time uh by the way crude oil rallying again today on on assumptions that china and that shanghai is going to reopen soon uh and again i've been warning you about this wait till china reopens uh, th- that's going to add Jason at least another five to ten dollars a barrel onto the crude oil side right now crude oil by the way 115 dollars a barrel uh, I- I'm thinking 125 into Jason's point now here's the problem any little thing oh well, a refiner had to shut down unexpectedly. Uh, there was an explosion at a, in a pipeline in Iraq or, or, or Libya or some other bad news out of Russia in Ukraine or that's a hurricane coming through the Gulf, right? And we're getting ready to go into hurricane season. Uh, th- then all of a sudden, here comes another $10, 20 $30 dollars a barrel, Jason.
1: That's correct, Joe, and you're going to bring in Walmart, and uh you know you having bad earnings, you know i I get the feeling Walmart's doing just fine, so you're going to talk about the, uh, the 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 bad earnings. Well, I think it's because Walmart's doing what Rockefeller did with Rockefeller and Standard Oil in the 1800s Joe they found a market, and Walmart's in a much more competitive market than uh, Standard Oil and Rockefeller was he, he took over the oil market completely, and then they did things like they bought up all the barrels, so the competitions are pumping oil, and they have nothing to put it in. I think Walmart's doing the same thing with truck drivers, Joe, and, and, and other uh, types of employment for their, what they sell because, hey, if you, my brother drives a truck and uh, he's got nothing bad to say, what, is he going to go work for somebody else for less money, less benefits, less ability? I think Walmart's yeah, cr- cranked up the amount they're paying everybody and the amount for expense because they know, they know they're going to be able to charge a much higher price when you know, all the competition gets just squeezed out, Joe. Yeah,
0: Walmart shares down 9% this morning. Uh, Unexpected and unusual environment from the CEO of Walmart. Inflation at a four-decade high, but Walmart says it's worse than that. Significant jump in fuel prices, elevated labor costs, aggressive inventory levels. So this is something Jason's talked about for a while. This is the problem. The little guys are getting shut out. You're, And I'm telling you now, we're going to see a huge decrease. You know, you think about Bobby Goodson and his logging company. Small businesses are going to be under attack here. Walmart buying everything in sight, right? Just like Jason said, hey, uh, we, we've got huge inventory levels. We're going to have it, but nobody else is. They said merchandise arriving later and later, uh, things like lack of grills, plants, and pool chemicals. They said, <laughs> how much pool chemicals do they sell? Uh, but again, once again, the the biggest thing they were looking for, a dollar forty eight a share, came in at a dollar thirty revenue. And this shows you how bad the inflation really is. They were looking at just under one hundred thirty nine billion for the quarter. Hundred and forty-one point five billion uh, was the actual number, and when you think about when you think about that, hey, wait a minute—you beat revenue by two and a half billion dollars, and still uh, missed earnings the way they did. And this is just some of the uh, in- lies, if you will, on the inflationary side of things. Uh, homebuilder sentiment fell again uh, but this one Jason it's starting to get scary now with the home builders because the this is the fifth straight month of declines but but the size of the declines are starting to get really big uh, this this month uh, it went from 77 down to 69 and and just take my word for it that's a big drop they said uh, uh, Single family sales fell. Future single family sales collapsed. Prospective buyer traffic collapsed. The housing market remains challenging. Home builders are saying that costs continue to rise along with interest rates making homes unaffordable for most Americans. And then that's what that that's just in their little sediment report, Jason.
1: And and here's the scary thing about housing, Joe, is because of the uh the the housing crash in O eight, they they never really caught back up with demand when demand started coming back. And so if it costs too much to build the house and they can't sell the new ones, there won't be more inventory to catch up with Already really not not enough houses out there, whether you want to rent them or buy them. So, Joe, I don't know if the housing prices collapse with the markets and the other things. They might just go sideways, but still, where, where are you going to rent? What are you going to buy? I, you know, yeah, you, 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 Everything's and, crashing. And I think
0: that's exactly what home builders are saying. They're saying, hey, listen, uh, traffic's way down, right? People uh, interested in buying a house way down, but yet price." not down right prices are still rising they're saying that the cost to build homes is up twenty percent i mean to jason's point it's it's
1: really that's a really bad situation when things crash joe it's it usually makes it a little easier and then the prices of things go down a little bit that prices fall with, with everything else maybe that'll happen but with housing it may not which makes it—I mean, that's to them. That's the number one expense: your rent or your mortgage, right? That's your number one expense. And if that can't go down, when you get not—you know—you're losing jobs and you're losing ability to make money, it's going to make things harder. I mean, gas prices going up and housing prices can't go down in a crash. I mean, people going to be out on the street, Joe. This, you're going to see the depression-type stuff that people talk about.
0: Well, guess what? Uh, I got more bad news. All of us with cell phones. Verizon, now the latest, joining AT&T. That's pretty much most of the cell people out there. They're raising the price of your wireless bill, and they're doing it in in a really interesting way. Uh, Administrative charges. Right, so uh, that way they well, you know, hey, listen, we're still only charging you ninety nine dollars a line, but uh, we got these administrative charges. Uh, administrative charges are going to be added to every voice line, starting with the June phone bill, uh, as a new economic adjustment charge. Wow. Wow, so here's what they're doing a dollar thirty five increase in administration charges, and then a new economic adjustment charge, uh increasing by two dollars and twenty seven dollars a month for the basic plan uh according to people at Verizon. So uh get ready when you get your new bill out, uh as the new economic adjustment charge. Yeah. Can you imagine everywhere you go? Hey, by the way, uh, it's five dollars for this, twelve dollars for that, eight dollars for that. Oh, then this. Uh, here's a five dollar economic adjustment charge.
1: The, the old phone companies used to do that, right? Towards the end, uh, when they, a lot of them were going out, they had the uh, they had the, the list of like ten thousand charges. Why? Hey, we're only charging you fifteen bucks a month, but <laughs> you're paying seventy, Joe, because all the little charges. <laughs> well, it's up. like
0: renting a car, right? You go to rent the car, and you, 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 you know, you're shopping around, and this guy, and by the way, rent, wow, car rentals, man, you talk about expensive. Uh, but you, you you look at the price, it's $49 a day, $79 a day, and then you actually go to the checkout, and the price is doubled. Yep. Doubled. And it's these fees, all these fees on top of it. AT and T uh, said it's rising their prices: six dollars on single lines, twelve dollars on family plans, in order to catch up with rising costs. So uh, again, if you listen to AT and T and Verizon, they're saying, "Hey, listen, we're just trying to catch up."
1: And that's just a fake way to to, to say it's something like it's somebody else's fault. You know, you run a business, Joe. Everything is a part of the, you know, the cost. You know, really, the the bottom line is what do you actually pay to get the thing you're getting? It doesn't matter if they break it down to 500 things. You know, there's a cost to, to getting that phone. You know, that's all that really matters. But man, did, nobody wants to take responsibility for the, the cost of their business and passing it on to the consumer. They just you know, they want to be the bad guy. Hey, uh, fifty dollars is now seventy dollars for your phone bill. Uh, that's a part of what it costs us to get it to you. You know, right, Joe? Why, why, where's the business that just give it to you that way, right?
0: Yeah, Reuters is saying the International Tin Association, the, the ITA, said that global refined tin production has increased by 11%, but they said even though output is up, it still cannot keep up with demand. They said overall demand growth was up almost 33 percent. They said it's it's cooled down and now is only up 23 percent, which just means you know that and these are year over year numbers. Uh, they, they, that they started to run up when things have gotten higher. But let me just give you the long and short of it. The amount of inventory of tin continues to be at critically low levels. And saying that once China reopens, the levels are going to get even lo- worse and expect tin prices, which are already at record high, are only going to go higher. Now there you have it, right? Don't worry. The inflation's just, it's just, uh, you know, temporary, right? Remember that? Yeah. Guess again, Jay Powell. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. It's not all bad news. Home Depot had great earnings. Uh, if you want to look at uh, something on the bright side, they're one of the few that I've seen actually raising guidance. Uh, so, uh, really, to, here's the thing, though: their stock's actually still down one percent today. Uh, Walmart now down ten percent. Uh, if we're if we're keeping track at home, foreigners. Dumping U.S. stocks at all time record highs. Uh, almost a hundred billion dollar drop in a single month as foreigners unloaded stocks. Uh, but that's not all. China dumped another 15.2 billion in U.S. treasuries. China's treasury holdings, Jason, now the lowest in 12 years. So China had been, you know, gradually, they they had started selling gradually, uh, like 2013, 2014, 2015. Then it kind of leveled off. And now, Jason, we're seeing renewed selling from the Chinese uh, to to the point now where they have less than a trillion dollars of U.S. treasuries. uh, And it doesn't look like there's really any end in sight. This looks like a very uh, slow, gradual decline in relying on U.S. dollars.
1: Yeah, China's interesting. I think they really like U.S. treasuries, Joe. Uh, But you can kind of see where the market's going when it comes to their buying or selling. I I think they love selling U.S. treasuries when they think, hey, uh, We'll just wait for the right moment, and then we'll buy back in. And, I, and 2019, December, they sold record amounts uh, for a monthly total right before coronavirus came in and the markets crashed. And then they started buying again when everything stabilized. So it makes me think that uh, they're selling uh, selling off so that they can buy more later, Joe. And I, I think China likes the idea of, of holding U.S. Treasuries as a, as a weapon against us. You know, owning, owning a certain percentage of our debt is good for them. I, I, that's what I think with China.
0: You know it's going to be really interesting because I have a, I have a very different take uh, than Jason. I, I agree the Chinese they they view U.S. Treasuries like a stock trader. Hey, we think yields are going to keep rising, so we're going to sell off. And then if they, of course, if they think yields are going to fall, then they they may add to to it. Right? They, they want to kind of double dip it, but. I'm beginning to wonder, because, you know, you look at the Chinese economy, and I know they shut down for all this stuff, but let's face it. They're right there with us. In dollar terms, the second largest economy in the world, in actual real stuff, they're the largest economy in the world. And you still, by and large, need to buy, need to have dollars to buy what you need but i think what china has been doing is hey listen we we're, we're we're able now to buy more of what we need without using those dollars and i wonder if they're starting this lightning process here cuz it's really uh, it's been pretty pronounced as jason said recently is that because they're getting ready to make the big announcement that they're going to be buying all their crude oil in Renembe. Uh, and and in that case, hey, we don't need to hold nearly as many dollars as we used to.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good point, Joe. And here's the thing is uh, the, the dollar u- losing its uh, world reserve currency has a big part of this, I think. Uh, what it, well, it just seems to be happening instead of the dollar completely being dumped, you know, like the, the the pound sterling was the U.S. reserve currency, and then it just kind of just went away after World War II. Uh, it seems to me like there's just gonna there's gonna be this basket of currencies, kind of like the uh, the IMF, where you hold a certain percentage of whichever one seems to be the best that uh, during that part of whatever you know year or month you're in, and uh, that's gonna be disastrous for us. But you know, it, it's weird, Joe. It's weird. The digital currency I, it can go in so many places. And I, I think uh, you know certain countries have have a certain value in each government's holdings of, of debt because I don't see the debt money system ending soon, Joe.
0: How, how about how about this one? Speaking of debt money system, Janet Yellen, uh, she she's been in Poland, and I'm like, hmm, that's kind of interesting. Why the heck would she be in Poland? Well. And remember now, Janet Yellen, who I have dubbed the most evil woman and and extremely liberal, she's trying to get the global tax deal back on track. Remember before COVID, she was trying to enact this thing where uh, everybody agreed that, hey, you know what, because here's what she was trying to do. Hey, it's not fair. It's not fair. You know, we got these countries like you know, and I'll, I'll, Poland. You know, they're gonna give some of these companies. You know, they're they're not gonna make them pay a lot of taxes. And you know what, we people are getting upset because Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or or Tim Cook, right? These these really high flying companies. Uh, every every year uh, gets reported how they don't pay their fair share of taxes. And, and we have to do it because otherwise, you know, Poland or Ireland or some other country, uh, they're, they're going to allow them to operate without taxes. So we've got to let them stay, you know, in order to keep them. Uh, so she's trying, Jason, to enact an agreement where every, well, 130 countries all agree To charge corporations at least 15% in what she's calling a global minimum tax. Now that may sound great. And I know a lot of us get upset when you hear that Amazon didn't pay any federal income tax. Or Tesla didn't pay any federal income tax. Let me just tell you what's going to happen if Janet Yellen gets this done. The price that you pay for everything on Amazon is going to go up 15%. Jason, it's just pretty simple, right? The solution shouldn't be, hey, how can we figure out how to get these uh, companies to pay tax? The solution should be, how can we figure out how to have less government so we don't need the tax?
1: Corporations should pay zero tax. Uh, there is no corporations paying tax. They never pay tax. Uh, it's, it's, it's a cost. And anything at a cost gets piled onto the uh, the price of whatever you buy from that corporation. So corporations never pay tax; they never, 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 never pay tax. I don't. I get why people don't get this this simple thing, Joe. Corporations never pay tax. You can. And, and you what taxing means
0: is that that that's part of their cost. They just build the tax into what they charge for their product.
1: Yep, yep. So you pay the tax. Us, we pay the tax. Nobody else, right, Joe? Wow, well, these corporations—they're just evil, evil corporations. More
0: crap out of the Biden administration. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Man, listen—how bad is inflation really going to be? Remember how hopeful they were with the the inflation number last month. They want, oh yeah, it's going to peak, and of course. I told you. I said, wait till China reopens. There's no peaking here. Uh, Gas prices. New all-time record high today. This is like the fifth day in a row. Uh, First time ever yesterday. First time ever. Wholesale unleaded gas closed above $4 to the gallon. Airfares. The largest monthly Gain in airfares since they've been keeping records. By the way, they've been keeping records of airfares since 1963. Airfares surged almost 19% in a single month. Airfares are now 40% higher than a year ago. Uh, Also, not to be outdone, summer camp. Yeah, apparently they track that as well. You want to send your kids to summer camp, Jason? Uh, prices up fifteen percent. If you want to try to get your kid out in nature and maybe get off his cell phone for ten minutes,
1: everyone's clawing for their peace, Joe. That's for sure. Everyone needs to make ends meet, and so uh, when the cost of everything, you know, to do your particular business goes up, you have to charge more. I mean, it's it's uh, man, it's it's just it's just a uh, so it's like a figure eight. It just keeps feeding itself and feeding itself, Joe. And uh, it's...
0: well, Yeah, what is the real cost? I wonder. What is inflation really? Uh, they said retail sales rose nine tenths of a percent. Now, this number is one of the few numbers that they don't adjust. Okay, this is just the flat number. It was up almost 1%. That is humongous. That's humongous. But there was a caveat. They said, yeah, well, most of it was probably inflation. And then I look at Walmart's number. Because let's face it, uh, what are retail sales without Walmart? Walmart's such a huge piece of retail sales. And you looked at their earnings number. I know they're telling us 8.3 or 8.5 or percent. We're probably, Jason, not even probably, what are we looking at, 20? right? If retail sales were up nine-tenths, but they don't factor inflation, uh was inflation just for a single month was it up a percent and a half 2% right i mean uh th- how long this can't continue
1: yeah every every uh, item that we talk about has a different level of price you know that has gone up joe but i like to go with the, the most basic i've how many times have i talked about the water but i the water i that i buy and have delivered is 50% since last year and i don't think everything's up 50% joe but that's up 50%. I was paying a buck a gallon, now it's a buck 50 a gallon. In fact, I, was I just
0: looking at airlines up 19% in a month, in a month. And guess what? That was April.
1: So you got to check the price from last year for the same flight versus this year. Then then to Well, me, yeah, that,
0: then you're talking 40-50%. Th- yeah, right?
1: th- that's a big yeah. that's a huge number. 40, 50%. Here's the thing, Were you pay what were you paying last year to this year is actually more important than what you paid last month. Right,
0: think about this: airfares, let's just say up fifty percent. Hotels probably up fifty percent. Right, a cars probably up fifty percent. I mean, the cost of a vacation has got to be just absolutely outrageous. Uh, then you throw the food stuff on it. Uh, the world's largest fertilizer company just came out and said, by the way, it is called. It's a Canadian company, nutrin Ltd. Said that fertilizer stocks are so severely disrupted that the crisis is going to last well beyond 2022. What does that mean, well beyond? Obviously, it, more than 2023, right? They're more than 20. I mean, he's talking about uh, are we are we setting up for a situation where where we're going to have soaring food inflation for 5, 10 years? Uh, the World Fertilizer Index is at levels never seen before, right? That's the price for fertilizers. Global grain reserves have dropped to the lowest levels ever. Due to the war, agriculture from uh, Ukraine have been completely, completely devastated, right? We talked about baby formula uh, and the problems that are happening there. And, and then, uh, you know, the, the bird flu, right? We talked about egg prices, chicken prices. Jason, it just seems like uh, this, this problem continues to get worse and worse and worse. And we, we haven't even talked about the what's happening in Lake Mead and Lake Powell and all the other reservoirs in the West. Uh,
1: right, Joe, and people who study hyperinflation... And that's a word they don't seem to want to uh, throw around during this thing. They not want to talk about oh, hyperinflation. They sure don't, do they? But, but here's the thing. 50% over, uh, of something that you bought a year ago, that's a type of hyperinflation. People think you know, that no hyperinflation. They think of Weimar Republic and they think of Venezuela and, and Russia was uh, crumbling during there when they changed uh, and uh, the wall came down and prices went crazy really fast. But hyperinflation can be measured on certain levels. 50% over a year, that's hyperinflation. That's not inflation. That's hyperinflation. That's fast. That's, I mean, when you pay a buck for a gallon of water, and now you're paying a buck 50, that means, you know, just make it bigger. If I bought a million dollars worth of water, now it's a million and a half. That's a half million dollars more in cost, Joe. I mean, it's, all you have to do is uh, grow the number to see how big it really is, 50%. That's huge. You know, and, and Joe, uh, why do I feel like transitory... And uh, they, what did you? What was that term they just used? Uh, oh, it's going to be here for a while. Why do I feel like that might be the same kind of definition? <laughs> Transitory didn't really mean much, did it? Yeah, you it's know, be with it, us for a while, is, right? It was going to be. How long is it about a little it, while?
0: This is what's starting to get to me as I'm watching. You know, as we're going through another earnings season, we start listening to what these CEOs are saying. It's actually it's it's downright scary. You know when Walmart says, Hey, this is unprecedented. We've never seen inflation like this. The largest fertilizer in the co- uh, in the world. In the world. This yeah, this is probably gonna be around a while. A long while. take Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two prices on the rise. US twenty dollar gold today at twenty one fifty. Uh, silver Eagles, man, they were 7.10, then they were 7.20, now they're 7.30, uh, and we're still the cheapest in the country. The best price, if uh, you're looking to add the silver here, it looks like, uh, I was pretty close, I thought silver would bottom at 21, I think it got to 2060-something, to something like that. Uh, silver's up again today. Uh, getting close to that $22 at one point here, uh, $21.75. Uh, but the best deal by four are, are still on those half-dollar rolls. Uh, you can pick up uh, these half-dollars and, and uh, a lot of really nice, with a lot of nice Franklins in there, uh, Kennedys in there. Uh, $240 a roll on the half-dollars uh, at 800 951 0592 and and Jason obviously silver prices have come off quite a bit you know think about it silver was like $25 went all the way down to 20 and change uh now coming back here uh premiums are still elevated but man they're still a whole lot cheaper uh than they were just a couple of weeks ago
1: that's right yeah it's silver's uh, not priced where it should be so these higher premiums will probably stay there until silver prices itself correctly and uh, that's just the way it's been since coronavirus started we're we're more than two years into this these high premiums but uh, 240 for a roll of half dollars is pretty good. I mean, it wasn't too long. But we were at 275, 285 a roll for regular circulated. Joseph, these are a little nicer. They're still, I would say, lightly circulated. Might be a good uh, without seeing them.
0: Yeah, some of these are are bumping up near AU, but we don't. We're, we're not. Uh, you know, got to go through and separate these and that. So, uh, just, uh, but it's a really good batch, a really good batch of half dollars. Uh, they're not those BUs, you know, those BU Kennedys, those were spectacular, but, uh, uh, really good looking halves here, 240 a roll. Like I said, uh, Silver Eagles are at 730 uh, a roll, and then the $20 gold at 2,150 at 800, 0592. And I guess I gotta talk about Twitter. Uh, Elon Musk saying, hey, listen, I want to buy it, but not at the price I promised, because uh, during discovery here, uh, Jason, questions starting to arise about how many fake accounts Twitter actually has.
1: (laughs) I saw that, yeah. he's. uh, How
0: does that work? Elon Musk is saying they may have 20% of their accounts may be fake, Twitter says the number's uh, less than, than 5%. So Elon Musk, you know, he had just said, okay, well, prove it to me. How did you get that number?
1: That's that's really bad when you have to admit to the fake accounts at all. Well, you know,
0: 5%. He's already
1: got them right, wow. right where he wants them, Joe. He's got them right where he wants them. Oh, yeah. So you're saying you yeah, have fake I, accounts. I, <laughs> I,
0: I, I still think it's going to – I'll say this if the number's actually 20 uh, then elon musk is not buying twitter uh if the number's actually 20 if it if it's a little closer to that 5% number i think he buys it but he hey, listen he's just being smart right hey he thinks he can buy it for less now right jason
1: you know they may have just offer him a discount joe the way he's going. he's, he's kind of uh, let me tell you. <laughs> you know he owns them right at this point hey
0: then, i'll tell you right if that happens right then, then, yeah, then you know that number's a little higher than they want hey Alright, yeah, but let's not talk about this publicly. Uh how about well you know, we just agree that you you'll pay a little less and we just won't disclose uh, how many accounts we're actually made. Yeah, that could be. That makes a whole lack of a lot of sense.